welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, caress, and kicking ass. Happy week, everybody. It's Monday. It's a brand new week, and we're here with a new episode of Feminine Hijinks. Yes, I'm Susie Schubert. And I'm Angie Bailey. Oh, changing it up a little bit this week. I know. I was confused for a second. (laughs) I'm so glad that you were there to rescue me from my confusion. Hey, well, what are friends for? I know. Well, I I think it's the subject we're talking about today. We're talking about our mothers. So that can kind of launch all sorts of, you know, confusion. (laughs) I know. Exactly. Jeez. So we um, are going to talk about things that our mothers have taught us some advice perhaps that we were given by mom advice that we followed or advice that we were sick of hearing but maybe (laughs) we followed anyway and then you're like ah i'm turning into my mother help so anyway yeah today's all about moms and it's not even mother's day i know we just felt like it every day should be mother's day well this is true and you know this can be uh whether you're a mother of your you know uh you have kids Mm -hmm. you have pets yeah you have a plant yeah, I You're don't a know. motherfucker. But, but do you really give your pets advice? <laughs> I try to, but they never listen. <laughs> I give my cats advice all the time. Yeah, they don't care. You should stay off that table. They're like, screw you. You should clean your butt better, Gus. That poopy Aww. butt. He does have a hard time reaching around. He does. Mm, the reach so around. The reach. That's Gus's move. <laughs> the reach around clean. Spickety span. He needs those little wipes. He does. He needs a tushy bidet. He does. I could just hold him over it. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you that imagine? That would go over really well. All of a sudden, <laughs> Gus needs therapy. Weird. Totally. Oh, Gussie wasp. Oh. Yeah. So before we move on to talking about the bad mamma jammas, <laughs> I am interested to know all about your poop. Uh, did you bring some poop today? Talking about bidets. Did you bring your stool sample? Segue. Yeah, here's my stool sample of the day. Excellent. <laughs> so if any of you have watched our uh, story on Instagram, which I hope you are looking at our, our Instagram, um, I added some photos from this amazing party that I threw uh, yesterday and I'm it's just so much fun because well our daughter we're celebrating our daughter because she just got her master's in criminal psychology Ooh. so I know it's pretty amazing so there's like fancy words for it and I can't because it's like not only criminal psychology I think it's criminal justice as well anyway all sorts of fancy stuff she's so amazingly smart she did a an online thing an online schooling uh, and she ended up with a 4.0 Mm. So amazing. That is quite amazing. I know. And she did an accelerated ben. program. So she just like plowed through it. And so what kind of job does she get to do with this sort of degree? Well, she kind of, you know, she's doing an internship, which is really cool right now because she's got this mentor that's helping her kind of get into all of this. And he's helping her figure that out. Mm-hmm. What exactly, like listening to the things that she wants to do and what is a job that entails the things that she wants to do. And I think overall, she's kind of looking at being, I think it's a criminal analyst Mm. is what it's called. So yeah, gathering, she's kind of on the research side, gathering information and helping to figure out, plug in the holes and and figure out what leads to what and how that happens and all of that kind of stuff. I know. So she's looking, you know, here in Minneapolis, she's kind of nervous to move out of state at this point, which I get, but we'll see what happens. But, um, 
You know, when she graduated from college, she's just not someone that likes a lot of attention on herself and she could care less about a party. But we were like, we'd really like to throw you a party for this because it's such a such a big thing to do. And, you know, my husband and I have never gotten our masters at anything. So we celebrated this by throwing her a party that was all themed Mm. uh, with the um, criminal serial killer stuff. She has always been obsessed with serial killers, which is so funny. Oh, my gosh. So she brings over these decorations of all these serial killers' faces, like, uh, laminated and hung on these like strung on these strings that we hung up all over the room and then we got a tablecloth that we like splattered blood on and put bloody <laughs> handprints oh and then we made like a little crime scene everywhere like little evidence areas and uh Corman even had a great idea we had vivian lay down on the ground and we did like a tape body thing like you would like a chalk body yes (laughs) yes Um, the pictures are so cool oh my god it was so much fun and part of us were like oh my god if people wondered how weird we were they're gonna know it after this party (laughs) and what i love is that our friend wendy uh catered it for us and she's got her own catering company it's called heavenly hosts oh my gosh (laughs) and there she is setting up this party (laughs) she's like putting the the, uh, clothes she's putting the food out on the table on, on this blood splattered tablecloth she's like oh, that's real appetizing oh god that's hilarious <laughs> oh, oh you are so fun and creative and she's so lucky to have you as parents oh, seriously you're so sweet yes. well we really had a lot of fun with that and and um you know it, we got a lot of of uh, comments or mm-hmm. people loving that from the instagram story so you guys should i don't know how long it'll last now but Maybe I'll post some more pictures of it on our Instagram so you guys yes, can see. Yes, you should. Really Do fun. a little swipey swipe. A swipey swipe. Yeah. Good idea. I know the technical term. Well, and it was good timing, too, because it turns out I'm a thief and I didn't even know it. Uh-oh. So we went to Home Depot. We, we you know, as a couple does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> went to Home Depot and we were picking out some stuff and we kind of stopped at the end cap of something and Corey was looking up something on his phone and we had already paid for our stuff. So then we, I kind of set it down and then grabbed it and we walked out and we get home and I pull the stuff out and he's like, I didn't buy that. Where did you get that? It was like this three wrench set. <laughs> And I said to him, I'm like, you need more wrenches? He's like, that wasn't anything we bought. Dude, you stole that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sue's you thief. I totally walked out with that. Oh. And I'm like, well, what do we do? And he was going to go back to Home Depot. So I'm like, you should just bring it back and be like, he's like, I'm totally throwing you under the bus. I'm saying my wife stole this. I'm like, do it, you know. Well, I you could just left it at the party for evidence and let Vivian fill in the blanks on who stole the wrench. <laughs> Make her figure it out. Susie yes. did it in the Home Depot with yeah. her hot little hands. Exactly. <laughs> like she didn't know that her exam wasn't over yet. Now she has to like <laughs> perform in front of the party. <laughs> so I'm wondering, have you ever done that? Have you ever just stolen something? No, I haven't. Oh my God. Have you ever like had something in your cart and then left and realized that you never paid for it? Like it was at the bottom of your grocery cart? I think so. I think so. I Although one time, what I tend to do is I'm like mindless and I leave my cart parked and then go and then just bring stuff back to the cart. I don't really like take my cart around with me. Yeah. And so I sometimes throw stuff in other people's carts. <laughs> oh, you take somebody else's cart? Yeah. And I'm like, what? What? And one time when I was in my early 20s, 
And I, for whatever reason, I was into American cheese at the time, <laughs> which is like so different from our cheese conversation last American week. Cheese. I know what, what happened was we got home from grocery shopping and unloaded the car, went upstairs, it was the middle of summer. Like, where's my cheese? It's missing. <laughs> it's an important so question. I thought, did I leave it at the store? You know, and then um, like the next week, we found it in the back of our Ford oh! Escort, and it was in the middle of summer, so it was all puffed up, you know, like it does. <laughs> so that's when I thought it was stolen, and then, but it wasn't. It was just in the back Who of my Ford my Escort, cheese, just festering back there, and the growing festering. even more fungus. Although I don't think American cheese could grow fungus because I don't even think it's real. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like made out of naga. Naga. Honestly, though, as much as I'll make fun of it, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> just has to have American cheese in it. It doesn't taste the same. Oh, I don't. I, that's what you can't I used do it. to think. I just can't do it anymore. I'll mix the American cheese with some other fancier cheese. Yeah. Yeah. They have this one uh, sandwich at the depot next to First Avenue. It's a grilled cheese sandwich. And it has like, I think it must be. I'm going to say Gouda, even though I don't know that it's, it's Gouda, so Gouda, but I think that it's Gouda. It has Gouda and sliced apples and honey oh, in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is so damn good. I that, swear to God. That is damn good. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, sometimes at home, I just get a craving for grilled cheese sandwich. It's got to be American cheese. You know what I don't get is those people <laughs> that put mayonnaise on the outside of their grilled cheese sandwiches outside? instead of butter. Yeah. What? Yeah, they do. They that swear it's like messy. the best. What? Because it's oily, you know, I suppose. But... I uh, wait a minute, like after you make it or before, before. you make it? Okay. <laughs> mayonnaise is my most hated food substance. Like I gag just opening up a jar, but I I've never oh in my, my entire life liked mayonnaise. But I'll eat tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. I used to be a mir- what about a miracle whip? No, nothing. Oh, nothing like nothing that. Like, no, just the no, smell of it. Everything. No white creamy condiment Ew, for no, Ange. None. But tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. As long as, long as it's chunky. <laughs> the bits of pickle in it. Pickles. I Sweet love pickle pickles. or dill pickle? Dill. Okay, here we are. We could just talk about food all day. It's like, I know. Everybody's like, okay. <laughs> get on, let's get on the subject. I thought you were talking about your mothers. <laughs> we're talking about cheese and mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. But anyway, so. Well, yeah. anyway, that wraps up my poop. So, oh, you know, it well. was just a, a day of crime. Well, it's a crime that I wasn't there because I wasn't it feeling was. well. It was. It was a crime. And I know, especially since you love, like, uh, my favorite murder podcast yes. so much, you would have just so been into all the serial killer stuff. Plus, I just love themes. Anything with yeah. a theme is so awesome. And like I said before, I was so interested in what was being catered in because the food <laughs> is, like, my favorite part of a party. <laughs> So I made Susie detail everything the that food. was. I know. She's <laughs> like, I how was the party? And what was the food? <laughs> there That's was cheese. It. There was cheese. I know. And I'm so, and you know what? I, I can't wait to tell Chris tonight what was at the party because <laughs> his favorite thing is nacho bars. And also oh. he loves hummus and he <gasps> loves but like. You better not tell and him. He'll he be never sad. gets to eat anything because when we go out, because you know he's gluten and dairy free. This had so many choices. I for know. Him. So, oh, I feel like I should tell him to skip ahead when he listens to this episode so he doesn't hear. <laughs> I don't want to trigger some missed. sadness from Chris. The assless chaps will be so sad. <laughs> 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 All right. So anyway. Well, enough about my my criminal poop. Well, let me tell you about my fifty year old poop. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, do, do, tell. Do, do 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 tell. tell. 
Oh my. So in March, I turned 50 years old. I know. On the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day, and I am having a party. I love that. And Welcome to the other invited. side of the century, my friend. I know. I, I am so excited. I love every age, and I love every progressive age. Like, I love to hear that about you. That's does great. Not, age does not bother me because I just, my life has gotten better and better with every year. And so I very much am looking forward to turning 50. And oh, that's yeah. so refreshing. Thank you. Yeah. And so Chris and I made a little invitation um, this weekend. I got to send out. It's two months in advance, but that's okay. People, <laughs> Someone's excited. People's calendars fill up so quickly. It's so true. So I'm like, two months, that's good. So yeah. yeah. So we're going to have pizza and some booze and dance. It's and already on my calendar. There you go. It's going to be good. So yeah. So our poops are all about parties. They are. It's a party, party. pooper. No party poopers, though. <laughs> No party poopers. Mm, no, 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 no. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I'm excited about my party. I know maybe that sounds very self-centered, but <laughs> I'm excited about no. celebrating with all these people that I love. That's what I'm excited about. And my friend Nikki's coming up from Texas. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And you're then, allowed to be self-centered when you're talking about your poop. I am. <laughs> that is that is your one time where it's your moment. It's your moment to talk about, to brag, to brag, to to commiserate, to cry, to be frustrated, to be proud of. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> all poop aside, let's talk about moms. <laughs> The ones who cleaned our poop, bless their hearts. Oh, I know, bless our little hearts. Do you ever sometimes look at your mom and think? I used to breastfeed off that. Oh, my God. Do you ever think about that? I don't think I ever have. Oh, I do. But that's very disturbing. Yes. <laughs> or you look at your mom and you're like, she used to wipe my ass. Or, oh, my God. I like so slid funny. through her vagina. I came like, out through her vagina. Uh, all of those things. And I got, I hope my kids don't think that when they oh, look at me. Or they, they I'm sure they like they stop themselves like, Burr. Yeah, well, that's actually one. I think I probably mentioned this before, but one of my favorite e-cards, you know, mm -hmm. those ones that you get like on the computer yes. or whatever, those really funny ones, is that one that says, happy birthday. Let's celebrate the day that you rubbed up against your mother's vagina. Oh, <laughs> oh my, oh my God, it makes me laugh so hard. And speaking of vagina, I hope you all, this is a little side boob outside <laughs> of the mom thing. I hope you all saw and enjoyed uh, the thing that we posted about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Can you believe that? It is an actual thing. I was yeah. telling someone about this yesterday, and they were like, this is not real. So we looked it up. It's $75. And apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow, I mean, I she could be a very nice person, but all I can see from the outside is she's so full of herself that she thinks her vagina smells like bergamot <laughs> and like tuberose or something like bergamot. that. Isn't that what's in Jen? In what? Gin. Oh, bergamot? I don't know. What's in gin? Well, no wonder I like my gin so much. Maybe you Juniper? Like I Juniper. don't know. But some, of, some bergamot, I think, goes with it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe Gwyneth's vag smells like a gin and tonic. Maybe, but isn't it just like someone... To, that's like my poop don't stink. Yeah, exactly. My vagina smells like a tuberose. <laughs> right. I mean, I just... The, I, the thought of like... 
I'm sure she did it as a goof, and it worked because guess what, folks? At seventy-five dollars, it sold out. Yes, yes. But seriously, I just couldn't even believe that was a thing. That goopy girl. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, we need to come out with a poop-smelling pie, oh. a feminine hijinks candle that smells like a poop, since that's what we talk about. But all our this. poops have to, but it, but it has to smell good, right? Yeah. So it would be that same thing. Well, our shit smells like a rose or whatever. Right. Yes. <laughs> or gin and tonic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gin and tonic scented poop. Janet, oh, get down. Oh, the cat. She's just trying to, she's saying, come on. She's the timekeeper. She is. Yeah. She's, getting, she's going back out. No, she's going backstage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Anywho. anyway, back to the mother. Yes. Back yes. to the mother. So what are we going to talk about about our moms today? Well, you know, have you ever stopped and thought, what the shit? I'm becoming my mom. Or like, oh. this is totally what my mom would have said. And it could be something that, you know, back in the day, you kept, you know, sighing and being like, oh, whatever. And then you turn around and you're saying the same thing to your kid. And oh, I, yes, I find that and, and I know from talking to friends and whatnot, that people's moms sometimes have things unique that they say to them, you know, that are maybe not all moms say to their kids, or they yeah. have this one piece of advice, like always wear clean underwear in case you get hit <laughs> by a car, or, you know, all those things like that. And, mm-hmm. and some, like a superstitious stuff, you know, like what I told you last week about oh my what God. my mom said. Please tell me you have like a list of those, because that was one of the funniest things. Like, well, what was that thing you said about the boobs itching? Well, my mom always and still says, if your boob itches... That means that the last person that touches it wants to touch it again. <laughs> and that's what her grandma used to say. I love the inappropriateness of that. Like, how old were you when she told you that? that I don't know. Hilarious. I just always remember it. But my great grandmother was super inappropriate, totally funny. She had a, she had framed pictures of Starsky and Hutch on her dresser. And she, oh she used snuff. And she was just like... <laughs> She was wild. And so, of course, she would say something like that. I just love it. But, yeah, my mom says I, it all the time if oh she sees God. me scratching my boob. And so <laughs> I don't know that I've ever said it to my kids. But it just remind. it's just like it was like a momism that I, maybe I should start. That using sounds it. like something know. that would be on Bob's Burgers or something. Can't you see Linda yes. saying that? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. your boob is itching. <laughs> The last person that touched it is thinking about you. Wants to touch it again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The ears ringing is someone's thinking about you, right? Yes. Yes. Did your mom say that? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. But yeah, I mean, that was like the the funny thing. But one thing, uh, this little piece of advice that I got from her, I still, and I pass this along to my kids too. My mom has an incredible work ethic. Well, when we were little, she did a lot of waitressing jobs and things like that. Um, and when I turned 16 and started to go on a job hunt, she said, you need a job hunting outfit. Oh. And so she took me shopping and I got the skirt and this top and she's like, no matter what job you're interviewing for, you need to look nice when you go in. Oh yeah. And I was interviewing at Carvel ice cream. Oh. And so I go in and I've got pantyhose on (laughs) and my little outfit and you know, and after I grew up and became, I was uh, in human resources for a little while and I did various management jobs. And I noticed, you know, people just sometimes look like shit when they come in for interviews. Mm-hmm. Like they like, and, 
and I don't know if it affected me so much because my mom was always like, you want to look your best. It's always like yeah. sort of dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. Look professional so you come across as professional. Get there 10 minutes early, like all that. Right. So when my kids started to look for interviews, I remember Ben, my my son, went to an interview at McDonald's. Aww. And I'm like, don't wear jeans. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mom, it's just McDonald's. I'm like, I know, but you want to put your best foot forward. So I made him wear khakis to a McDonald's interview, and he was so pissed off. <laughs> and did he get the job? Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Of course, they'll hire him anybody. I hate to say that. But <laughs> they they would have hired him with the jeans. They but would've. it's a great idea. I mean, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's a great piece of advice. So that, along with... Don't quit a job until you've got another job. That was like her other oh, thing that yeah. she would uh, And I was on the phone with her on Sunday. She said it again. It's oh like one God. of these things that she's, not that I'm looking to quit a job, but <laughs> no, it's more like it's easier to find a job if you have a job. Yes. That's what she says. Yes. And so that's, you know, that's her deal. So that's like one of the things that she says that, actually was valuable and stuck with me and it just became a part of me this whole like uh, job uh professionalism thing yeah so, that's really cool thanks, Mom. so you don't really use the boob thing that much in your professional life in my profession only if with your you boob well hey last week i flashed you <laughs> that's true so i don't know but you didn't touch it no that's right you touched it with your eyeballs i did <laughs> Now I want to touch it again. I know. Oh my God, why are my boobs a shame? <laughs> oh my God, that is the funniest thing. I've never heard of that before oh, in my Lord. life. So what do you got? Nothing. <laughs> nothing? What? Did, your mom just sat around and said nothing? Nothing. Nothing. She smoked cigarettes and talked on the phone, pacing back and forth in the kitchen. Drinking coffee? Drinking coffee folders that she would make a pot of in the morning and sat there all day, mm-hmm. not even warm, like the the heater, the burner would go off, but she would leave that folders in the pot and literally drink at room temperature like water all day long. Mm. <laughs> and she would be on the telephone. We had a pretty long cord oh, yeah. in the kitchen and she would just pace mm-hmm. back and forth talking to her friends. And I remember as a teenager getting pissed because I'd hear her talking about me, telling stories about me and stuff. And I'd be like, really, mom? Really? So, you know. But yeah, you know, it's funny. When we talked about doing this show, I was like, I don't have anything that I remember. I remember when I got married, um, my mom saying, you know, the age old saying, don't go to sleep mad at each other. Yeah, that's a good one. And that is a good one. But, you know, that's not really like a special mom thing that she came up with. She I didn't guess. give you any advice on the night you were to lose your virginity? And no. Okay. <laughs> and like, I I know I've mentioned this, I think on the podcast, our podcast before, but, you know, going to ask her, hearing about sex for the first time in sixth grade about like what really happened uh-huh. and her just being like, yes, and it's beautiful. <laughs> and that was the end of that. And then when it came time, you know, for the whole period thing, to her credit, she bought me like one of those amazing period kits. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a Modest or whatever, oh, like the yes. box with mm-hmm. that 50s looking lady and like it had the pad inside mm-hmm. and I think it had a tampon too and like a book and everything, which was really cool. And that thing was like a shrine in my closet for like the time. <laughs> my girlfriend and I would go look in the closet at it all the time. Like, I don't know what we expected it to do. Oh, I love that. But um, so she did do that, but we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... Like a lot of the stuff with my mom was a lot of laughs. We did have a lot of fun together, but there wasn't really advice. There wasn't a lot of 
heart to heart talk mm-hmm. with my mom or any of that that I can remember at all. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that sometimes, especially women of that generation have a hard time. Yeah. You know, talking about things that are sensitive and probably or they think, oh, gosh, you know, it doesn't it feels like too inappropriate to talk about or they might feel embarrassed or maybe. Or yeah. Whatever. And it definitely was a time period where uh, I think parents or adults in general didn't mm-hmm. really talk to kids about stuff. Do you know what I mean? Everything was very surface. Everything was rule oriented. Mm -hmm. Everything was, you know, this is how you do that math problem or whatever. But it wasn't like, let's talk about our feelings. Like we talked about like the Brady Bunch was like the first show where they we really noticed, you know, parents talking to their kids about stuff like that. Yes. And I think we wanted that. And that's why we talked in that episode about the Brady Bunch, how we wished our family, how we looked up to them so much because we wanted to be that family. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have that family that talked about stuff. I've always been a talker. Like I, I'm one of those people that hates small talk. Yeah. Like if I meet you for the first time, like it goes deep fast because (laughs) I hate small talk. What color underwear are you wearing? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about your earliest sexual experience. (laughs) No, I mean, but seriously, like I, I love the heart to heart probably more than my kids would like, you know, like I just want to hear all. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so like that too. Yeah. And I would like push my mom for it. Like once I don't even remember how I was like maybe a senior in high school or something. And I told her that I wanted to go on the pill. Ooh, that's a loaded like I, statement. I know. And my, and my mom's very liberal. I mean, she's kind of she grew she graduated high school in 1969. So she was like a hippie. She sang in a rock band. I mean, that's she's like cool. all that. So she was very open minded about. So I wasn't worried telling yeah. her that, that I wanted to do that, but I knew that I needed to go to like an OBGYN to, oh, to yeah. make that happen and that she would have to take me. Yeah. And, and literally, so, literally opening yourself up to a whole new Exactly. World. But I remember, so this is actually a poignant moment. Poignant. Poignant. Fingers up. So she, we lived in Florida. And so the night that I asked about it, she's like, let's go take a walk on the beach. Oh. And so we went walking on the beach and we sat on this rock and she was, just wanted to make sure, you know, that I that I knew what it meant to, to be on birth control. And, you know, did I really love him? And like all <laughs> that was of this stuff. waves crashing. Did everybody hear the waves crashing? It was it was very after school, especially, I have to say. Yeah. But yeah, so I do. That was a very good moment. Um, but I kind of pushed for it like mm. I don't know that she was very forthcoming with things all yeah. the time but if I ever asked I would you know get a good explanation I did think of one other funny thing and, and for whatever reason in my mind I feel like she kept telling me that this is true this is true and so I still think this is true like she made it sound like it was some scientific thing okay so I I started getting gray hair really young like in my 20s and she always used to say, don't pull them out, because if you pull one out, two will grow back. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I'd be like, oh, shit. Oh. And so I would never pull my grays, because I swear to God, I thought two were going to grow back in their place. <laughs> and I, I like, where did that even come from? Like, I never even verified it. I just left it alone, because, of course, she must have known that's the truth. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember my mom saying, don't scratch a mole, because it'll give you cancer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, no. There's a little bit of nice, sunny advice. There you go. 
<laughs> oh god or don't pick your scabs Stop well, picking at it. Ew. I know. I know. But how could you not? Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and the other one was about like, this is the last one. I ha- Oh, actually two things. One thing um, she used to always say, don't rub your eyes so hard when you're taking off your makeup. You're going to get wrinkles. Don't rub your eyes so hard. Oh my gosh. Funny. Or like if you're putting makeup on, if you're putting concealer on to dab it and not rub it because it's going to give you wrinkles. It'll give you a wrinkle? Yeah. Oh my God. But then the, the last thing that she would, and this is something I'm reading that Gen X women book now, Why We Can't Sleep, which we're going to do a story on. Oh, can't wait. But I, this is so indicative of that generation of moms. She would tell me that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a lawyer and I had got accepted to Jacksonville University. And Amazing. then I decided. So exciting. Yeah. And I was like, well. No, I want to be an actor instead. Oh, my God, love. I'm going to go to acting school instead. And she's like, okay, whatever makes you happy, you know? And I have some friends whose moms are like, nope, you need a backup plan. You need, Mm -hmm. you can't make a living being an actor, blah, blah, blah. And she was always like, you can do whatever you want to do. And I support you 100%. So that's the way that I was with my kids. I love that. And I have to agree. My mom always supported me in my whole same thing. Like I wanted to be a rock star. Well, before a rock star, I wanted to sing. I wanted to be the next Manhattan transfer. I wanted to like be in a jazz quartet and sing and perform. And, you know, she was the mom that was at every show that I ever did in high school, Mm -hmm. every theater performance, everything. And when I wanted to go to music school, she really supported me with that. And Mm -hmm. the funny thing is, is I actually, I support my kids with whatever they want to do, but I am much more like, okay, let's think about this only because of my own experience of like wishing sometimes that I had a backup plan or I had gone to school for something else Mm -hmm. also still doing my music but also since I didn't really want to be a music teacher or anything like that you know what I mean right I probably would have but you know it always comes down to would you even have listened like if your mom had told you you know I really think you should do this or I think you should do it this way would you have listened no no you would have done what you wanted to do as a kid because that's what kids right (laughs) except for I've got some friends whose parents said I'm not going to pay for college unless you do this that is yeah you know, yeah. And so I, I mean, Which is, I, yeah. that's sad, but yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah. So anyway, in general, I got some really whacked out advice <laughs> and then I got some really useful advice too. But I think that overall it's some of it I've taken and created my own mothering style with. Of course. But really when I think about like what makes me a mom today and how did I like develop my mom style it was mostly really from having girlfriends who were moms at the same time and Ooh. also reading what to expect when you're expecting. Because <laughs> oh yeah, during that time period, everybody read that book like in the mm-hmm. 90s when we were having babies. And there were so many books. And this was before really there was a lot of internet stuff. And so oh, I bought totally. all these maternity yes. books. And I wanted to know, is my baby the size of an avocado <laughs> or a pinto bean? <laughs> I, I wanted to know all of that, but it, I learned so much from reading and also just from my friends and, you know, from my mom, too. But I think there's pieces of all of it that kind of came together and then things I learned on my own. Well, I love just it dawned on me right now as we're talking that I feel like we kind of our generation sort of reinvented parenthood and mm-hmm. motherhood mm-hmm. like we we have done it so differently than our parents. Like we were just talking about there. They were kind of more. 
I'm sure this is in general, but they were a little more removed yeah. from things that we went through on a daily basis. They were, you know, oh, if your heart was broken, you'll get over it. You yes. know, they didn't dive in like we did with our kids. Tell me about how you're feeling and mm-hmm. let's talk about it. And, you know, sometimes people will say, well, kids have gotten too soft because of that. Mm-hmm. And there's that whole argument. But personally, I feel like um, another important lesson I learned from my mom is how to be different than she was. And I don't mean that in a way to get down on her. You know, she did the best with what she knew how in Mm -hmm. that time period and from her own upbringing. But I do feel like um, I learned a lot from from our interactions to be back at my kids like, okay, I'm going to do that a little bit differently this time. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But the one thing I did learn from my mom is the humor. Mm-hmm. She's the one responsible. I'm sorry, you guys, but she is the one responsible for the poop jokes <laughs> and the laughing inappropriate behavior and all of that stuff because... That's where I get it from, yep. from my mama. My mom, too. <laughs> That's what my, I, get, I get the cat humor from my mom, because when we were little, uh, we used to make up stories about things the cats would do when we were gone. Like, they oh would have parties. That's so cute. And ride skateboards. Or text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, you didn't know about texting no. back then. <laughs> no, but t- definitely. So, I, I I definitely got that from my mom. But Aww, anyway, yay. so... Wow, thanks, Mom, for... Thanks, Mom. Good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. Not everybody has a great relationship with their mother, and, you know, we all just do the best we can with what we've had, and... Or some people wish they had, you know, a mom mm-hmm. they were close to. So, right, right. But it's fun to think back and laugh at some of this stuff. Exactly. And now, when you're boo bitches, you will not ever forget <laughs> that that means the last person that touches it would like to touch it again. Okay. I want to know what happens if, like, you've never had anybody touch your boob and your boo bitches. Or what if you're the only one that's touched your boob? Then you just want to touch it again. You just want to keep touching it. <laughs> <laughs> touch me in the morning. Well, on then that just note, walk away. <laughs> walk away. Walk away. What do we got on the burner next week there, Suze? Oh, I don't know. What, sh- what should we talk about? What do you got under there? Oh, underwear. <laughs> underwear? <laughs> oh, Shoot, you set gosh. it up and I did it all wrong. No. <laughs> you guys, we practiced this. We practiced this. We thought we were going to surprise you with something we were, special. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't work at all. Wow. We gave away the punchline. Anyway, we're talking about underwear. We're talking about lingerie. We're going to talk about granny panties. Granny panties. Because, you know, as you get older, what kind of underwear do you buy? Exactly. Do you buy underwear for sexy times? Oh. Did you used to? And now you're pulling up your granny panties? Does your body's changing shape affect what you purchase? Do you get your stuff from Victoria's Secret? Do you go to JCPenney's? Butt floss? You know? Tell us. Tell Tell us. us. We want to know. Because we're going to reveal ours. Oh, we're going to reveal our underwear. You're going to get exposed. We're going to expose ourselves to you. Underpants. Yeah, underpants. Underpants. So, (laughs) anyway. So that's what's happening next week. And we do hope that you come back and listen to that. And you'll find it on Monday. Every Monday, you'll find a new one on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, 
and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Oh my gosh. We are I there. I almost need a cue cards for that. Where's Janet? <laughs> yeah. She was supposed to be She's holding up cue cards. her duties. I know, whatever. She's on break. <laughs> But anyway, so we hope that you come back next week and also check us out on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com uh, forward slash Feminine Hijinx podcast. If you like the show, you can support our efforts for as little as $3 a month. We I love that. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye-bye. Bye.